I'm a faith and lifestyle content creator based in Toronto, Canada. If this is your first time of stopping by, I want to say welcome. Thank you so much for clicking on this link. And if you're a returning subscriber, shout out to you. You're amazing. Thank you so much for your support. Please don't forget to like and hit the subscribe button because I love you when you like, I love it when you subscribe, and I love you when you leave comments. Please leave comments. I want to dialogue and have a wonderful conversation with you about this topic. So today, I'm going to be talking about missionary dating and maybe adding a little story time gist. You know, right? <laughs> it's so funny. So you may be wondering and thinking, Vivi, what is missionary dating? So missionary dating is like, you know, when you're a believer and you meet an unbeliever and you begin to date them, knowing fully well that it contradicts what scripture says, but you date them with the hope of changing and converting them. That is a red flag. If you think that way, let's chat because it needs to be a real conversation. Um, it's just, yeah, let's just talk about it. So missionary dating, what's the big deal about it? What's the problem with dating someone? I mean, you meet them, you love them. The only thing is that you don't, you're not of the same faith family. So you're really hoping that you can date them into helping them change and get saved and all of that. And huh, it's a problem. Why is it a problem? You know, for other faiths, right, if you date someone and marry them, they just say, oh, you can just easily convert. And the thing with Christianity and conversion is that conversion doesn't look like, oh, I, I just start going to church and singing. Conversion in Christianity is actually professing Christ, like believing that Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior and surrendering your life to him. So it's not about a bunch of activities, but it's about a life that is fully surrendered to Jesus Christ, his lordship, following his word, preaching his gospel. That is what a saved like looks like, being filled with the Holy Ghost. Like It's so, so important for us to know these things. Like Converting is not just a, oh, I converted. No, 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 no. You got to be saved. <laughs> you have to be saved. And like it's just so, so important. So why is missionary dating such a bad thing? Story time. So when I was maybe like 18, 17, 18, I was like in 300, 400 level. And I had this boyfriend, he was unsaved. In fact, I don't, he was Muslim by, by birth. But we used to go to church. But I knew fully well that he wasn't saved. He just used to go to church because it's sort of easier to be a Christian in a way. And we dated, it was fun, whatever, where it lasted. I mean, I wasn't thinking about the future which is a wrong reason why you should be dating so if you're a young person and you're just dating just for dating's sake you're just having a boyfriend or a girlfriend just for the sake of it this it's not it's not ideal in our faith ideally we should date because we're interested in getting married someday so we should date purposefully and intelligently but that's not the conversation 
for today and i wish someone had told me that growing up i mean that was that skipped a lot of bad decisions that i made but anywho i was dating this guy and i was really hopeful that he was gonna get saved or whatever but it wasn't getting saved and i knew it wasn't going to get saved because even makes comments like oh my uncle must not know that i'm a christian and the christian is going to cut me off it's going to do this it's going to do that so to him obviously christianity was just a thing of convenience and to me i mean as of then i i, I wasn't just knowledgeable as i am now i was just a christian as a virtual like being born and raised into a christian family but i was saved because i was actually born again i'd actually professed christ to be my lord and savior but i wasn't very knowledgeable about what that looked like and i didn't really have like a lot of guidance to help me make good choices why was i dating in the first place and even if i wanted to date why wasn't i dating believers so missionary dating i'm gonna share four reasons why i think a believer shouldn't go into missionary dating the first thing is alignment and values. You as a Christian, there are certain values you have that comes from the person of Christ. And when you are in a missionary dating situation, it's going to be hard for you to truly enjoy that relationship if you and that person do not share the same values. And why do I say so? For example, one of Christian values is a life of righteousness and holiness. If the person you're dating doesn't necessarily see righteousness and holiness as a virtue, as a value, they wouldn't really be interested in keeping themselves until marriage, like the Bible suggests that we do so what is the essence right okay so let's say even though they they want to keep themselves until marriage they might not be necessarily um what's it called opposed to doing other physical stuff that isn't necessarily sex but it's sexual so that puts you in a very uncomfortable position right you're in a relationship with someone that wants to do things that contradict your faith things that you know that are wrong things that you have no business doing until you get married so how do you handle that kind of situation that would obviously strain the relationship which goes back to a fundamental foundational issue as to what dating should look like for christians you know in the world most times you meet a guy or you meet a girl you both vibe you both like each other maybe you go a couple of dates you get to know each other to a certain level and you're like oh will you be my boyfriend Yes, we my girlfriend. Like within two weeks of knowing each other, you're like, yes, I want this person to be my boyfriend. I want this person to be my girlfriend. But in the Christian sense, right, you don't ask someone to be your boyfriend or your girlfriend until you know that your values align, right? Which is why the talking stage is so important, right? And I'm not saying you go into a dating situation and you start asking them like hard tough questions you don't need to ask that because people can pretend don't let me even lie to you they will pretend they will tell you what you what you hear and when you not enter the relationship they start revealing their true colors after a couple of <laughs> situations so you don't have to go there with like interview question and answer bam what's your view on eternal salvation bam what's your view no 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 just let it flow just hang out have conversations right if something is happening on the 
internet you talk about it get to know each other so it's in your talking in your getting to know each other when you not get to a state of like hmm i think this person can actually be the person i can marry then you talk to god about it you pray to god about like is this it if god gives you to go ahead you both agree and say, okay, fine, we're going to go into a relationship leading on to marriage. Sometimes it doesn't end up in marriage because things happen, right? But I'm just saying that's the proper way of dating. That's the proper way of having a relationship. It's besides me when I hear that two people got married and that's when they just realize that a value doesn't align. Like, so what were you doing when you were dating? Like, did you guys talk at all? Like, or were you just taking pictures and peppering people on the social media? So, yeah. That's just the foundational part of this old missionary dating thing. So your values will not align. So what will you, what what do you expect going into a relationship with someone that doesn't share the same values with you, right? That doesn't have the same Holy Spirit as you. As believers, we're so fortunate to have the Holy Spirit in us, guiding us, teaching us, leading us in life. Many things that um, the Holy Spirit does for us is a flex. It's a privilege. Am I saying people that don't have the Holy Spirit are bad people? Of course not. No, I don't even think be believers are, for lack of a better word, better than unbelievers. The only thing that sets us apart is the fact that we believed Christ and we have the Holy Spirit. And that really helps us go through life day after day. That's just what sets us apart. Like Aside from the person of the Holy Spirit, a believer can be a horrible person. But thank God that the Spirit of God has given us a new heart, a new mind, fashioned and designed after God's own heart. That's why we can do things. We can be kind, we can be loving, and we can exhibit every fruit of the Spirit because we have the Spirit of God in us. So that's the first reason why you shouldn't go into missionary dating. They want to go on vacation, like a vacation with you. You're both single, married. Even if you're going to get different hotel rooms and everything, is it really expedient? Is it lawful? Maybe, like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but just asking, is it expedient, right, to do these things? There are so many things that there will be conflict, and um, it's just better for you to avoid it. Even when you look into your future, when you have children, what would you then do? I know many people will be like, oh, we'll raise them both, we'll raise them up in both ways, and they will pick the one they want. If you're truly a believer that understands what it means to be saved, what it means to be sanctified, what it means to be secure, you would not leave your child's destiny to be anyhow. You won't. You would know that, no, my child has to be saved. My child has to be secure. My child has to be sanctified. In fact, you have to start questioning yourself that how big of a deal is my faith to me if I'm willing to go into a missionary dating situation that may lead to marriage? How important is my faith to me? Because if your faith isn't that important, then I can see why you may be inclined to not really care about this. But if Christ is your life, then you have to rethink it. 
you have to rethink this decision you have to rethink this action i understand there are times which is which i like to call the season of ignorance because i've been there before i didn't know no one told me but now that you know now that you understand that the stakes are higher it's quite a big deal it's not just the thing of oh i'm just a christian i just like being a christian mm -mm. but it's understanding that as a christian you have the very life of god you can never be rejected or forsaken by god like on the last day you know that you're going to heaven you don't have to wait to, to find out am i saved or am i not like why would you leave your child's destiny to chance except if you don't know if you don't know that's a different conversation entirely but now you know so you can make better decisions another reason why i would share you should not go into missionary dating is it will affect your spiritual work and relationship with god if you're in a missionary dating situation right you're dating them to change them they might not be interested in the things that you do so no matter what you invite them to church they don't want to go they want to hang out with you like oh but i have choir practice i have this i have that like you're just straining a relationship and stressing yourself and you can just start thinking oh um, I haven't hung out with them like three, four times in the last week because of church, blah, blah, blah. Maybe, God forbid, one day, just be like, you know what? I'm not going to go to church just because I want to spend time with this person. And that is them inadvertently changing you. So, who is really changing who? Think about it. Who is really changing who at that point? And it's just so much nicer when you share in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. I remember the other day I was talking to my husband and he was making me understand that one of the greatest relationship that we believers have is the relationship of the brother and the sister in christ like me and him we are first brother and sister in christ before we are husband and wife and what really helps in relationships and in marriages is if you view yourself in that space of being brothers and sisters in christ joined heirs with the lord right you have that fellowship with each other and you have that fellowship with god it will really change the way you see each other like husband and wife is not the greatest relationship brother and sister fellow believers brethren is absolutely greater than that so if you don't have that if you don't have that fellowship with holy spirit that you cannot be going through things and you tell the person that you're supposedly in a relationship with you to hold your hands for you to agree together in faith concerning a situation in your life then think about it this is supposedly meant to be the closest person to you the person that you share your burdens share your struggles share but you cannot come together agree in faith to pray about a situation Except if prayer does not matter to you. Except if that fellowship, sharing that fellowship with does not matter to you. Therefore, this is why you might not see this. Or you don't know, you've never thought about this before, which is why I'm sharing it with you in case if you have ever thought about going into that situation, because that's what I'm gonna call it. You're not really in a relationship, you're dating someone because you wanna change them. The third reason why you might consider not doing this have you ever been somewhere or seen something where 
they just want to change you right they just look at him like you're not good enough oh your hair is wrong your teeth is wrong your clothing is wrong your speech is wrong everything is wrong and whatever the person does is just to change you into something that you're not do you know how annoying that is it is very annoying i don't like it when someone is trying to impose change on me and in one of my other relationship i'd actually been that person i was dating this guy i mean he went to church he was a worker whatever but he wasn't i later found out i wasn't really saved right he didn't really believe that jesus christ died and was buried and resurrected on the third day he didn't believe that and i dated him for like over a year like a year and a couple of months before i found that out and so when I found out, I was like, okay, fine, I'm just going to be going through Bible study with him, praying together, blah, 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 blah. It was, it was hard because I started to irritate him. He didn't want to talk to me. We weren't seeing eye to eye. It wasn't just working because it was like, babes, why are you trying to change me? I just want to be that kind of person that I'll just go to church when I feel like it, sit at home, mind my business. I remember and I was like, ha. Huh. I think I'm going to be more than that. I think I'm going to be more than the random church goer. I, like, we cannot align. We cannot agree. So it's just annoying to just want to change someone. Because then again, you should be in a relationship with someone that is some sort of alignment. Bible says in Amos 3 verse 3, can two work together except they agree. So if you're not agreeing, if there's no alignment, how would that work? The love that you share is beautiful or whatever, but you gotta be realistic. Where is that relationship really going to? Which brings it to my fourth fourth point. Hmm. You know, in our generation, we feel like, oh, even if somebody's parents doesn't like me or their family doesn't like me, I'm still gonna go ahead and marry that person. Except from when the Holy Spirit gives you the go ahead to marry someone if you're not getting peace or go ahead or confirmation from the holy spirit please do not marry someone that the family does not accept you because i know categorically that i if i have a child and god forbid they decide to date someone that doesn't profess christ i'm sorry i'm not gonna accept that person I'm going to love my child. I'm not going to like abuse them or whatever. I'm not that kind of person. But they would know my stand about it because I know that I've trained them better. That's the same thing for my parents, right? They wouldn't accept that I'll bring someone that doesn't profess Christ and say, oh, my sister would do that. In fact, my sister, my younger sisters can't because once they're talking to me about this guy and I'm like, okay, is he saved? How is his relationship with God? Those are my first questions. Once she starts saying, mm, mm, I'm like, yeah, crush that crush. Crush that relationship because it's not going anywhere. You don't want to be isolated by your, from your family, right? You're dating or marrying someone that is... <laughs> you don't want to be isolated from your family. You don't want to be isolated from their family. You don't want both... Because you look at it years down the line. Oh, I lost the relationship with my mom, my dad, my brothers and sisters because of you. You also lost the... Like, it's now both of us who are isolated. You, you, you don't have to isolate. Relationships should not be that hard. It should not be that difficult that we have to isolate ourselves from my family just to make it work. God did not say there's only one person for one person. If you miss marrying this person, you'll never be happy again. No. There are so many fishes in the ocean. So many different people... If it doesn't work one person, it will work with another person. And the most important thing is that you should work with the one that God gives you to go ahead to marry them. 
and God will not give me the go ahead. You know, you know many times, we're like, oh, what if God gives me the go ahead? God's instruction, God's direction would not contradict his word. If his word is saying you should not be unequally yoked with unbelievers, then you know that God will not tell you to go ahead and marry someone that is not a believer. It's just a fact. His word will never contradict his instruction. In fact, when you hear from the Lord, you go and inquire in his word if there's an alignment. So it's so, so important. Don't lose your relationship, right? For example, me and my friends, when we gather, when we meet, a very large chance that we just start talking about Jesus randomly or <laughs> spontaneously will come out. We can start with normal gisto. But my friend, my friend, before, before we know, we start talking about the love of God. How would somebody you're dating vibe with your friend if the only thing you guys know how to talk about is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit? They're not going to feel welcome. You're going to feel uncomfortable, except if you're not that kind of person that really carries Jesus on your head. It may be, but it shouldn't be so. Because in Christ, we live, we move, we have our being, except if you don't know right that's just the situation so this video is not necessarily to judge anyone right i know there are some situations where maybe you got married or you entered a relationship like you've already made the decision to marry someone that is not a believer when you didn't know any better so this is not a charge for you to chase your husband or your wife away or divorce them no the bible even gives instructions that no we don't we don't do that if you're already married, I'm not saying if you're in a relationship with a person, if you're already married, you don't. The Bible says that you use your life to draw them to God because now you're married, you're one. You already have a family. You don't have to break apart your family because of, no, that, that's absolutely not what the Bible says, right? But now it's time for you to live up to that expectation of being a believer and start to influence your family positively for christ how would you feel on the last day when jesus christ comes you go to heaven and your family members don't your how so you must know that there's urgency in the message of preaching the gospel you must continue to preach the gospel of our lord jesus christ tell them about the love of God. Tell them about the power in the name of Jesus. Tell them that their sins have been forgiven. Past, present, and future sins. You have to know for yourself. So you can begin to pull these people to Christ. And you can't do it by being a nag. Manipulation. Ultimatums. Those things are stupid. You, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't give your spouse an ultimatum. Be a Christian or a divorce. You know, that's silly. You can't make someone a Christian. Going back to what I said in the beginning, they can fake converts, but no, you want them to have a genuine experience with the Holy Spirit when they profess Jesus as Lord and Savior over their life, not any other way. So I really hope this video has helped you to change the way you think about this topic because it's so, so important. So if you have, a, you have to start knowing Christ for yourself as a believer. You have to profess him as your Lord and your Savior. And you have to start being in that place of fellowship. But even your family will look at you and be like, ha, huh, this lady has really changed though. She used to be this person. Since when she started taking her faith very seriously, if she became this or he became this. It's so, 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 so important. 
and i just hope this video has encouraged you if you have any questions or comments please feel free to put it in the comment section below i love to hear from you if you disagree if you think i'm saying nonsense please feel free to say it as well i do not have monopoly on information but this is in line with the scripture i'm not lying we're not called to be unequally yoked no god wants us to date and marry people that are part of his family it just makes life so much more easier trust me so yeah thank you so much for watching don't forget to hit that like button and that subscribe button and leave a comment for crying out loud please and also share why not you put on your whatsapp on your instagram your twitter your facebook and tag me my instagram facebook twitter handle is at bblamo04 i'll put it down below and i look forward to connecting with you on my next video bye